message. That 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 message was for me a, a landmark in not just the series on good. Amen. Goodness, it was a landmark message. It, it just was, I mean, a landmark. Amen. I'm getting some calls and texts about that message still. So if you haven't heard it uh, uh, yet, please get in tune with it. Um, in fact, that, that message there is causing us to go into a mini balance today because we don't want to miss anything that God has been telling us in the series on goodness. We've already covered almost 10 weeks in this series in, on the fruit of God's goodness. That's the God. Lord wants to balance what we have learned. Yeah, I know, 10 weeks already. And, and, and in balancing us, it's going to strengthen and empower us to bring forth fruit even the more. Remember, good ground is the ground that has well-adapted soil or well-adapted minds. And what God wants is total, I hear this now, you can write this down because this is prophetic. God wants total soil adaptation as pertaining on to the understanding of the fruit of goodness. Uh, goodness is one of the probably all of the fruit, I tell you, have such a, a profound importance. This message on goodness is extremely important because the, all of the fruit of the spirit is found in all goodness. And so God wants 100% soil adaptation. He wants to totally affect your mind in agreement. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for that. That across the board, I only know God's not opinion, but God's facts about what's being said. I don't want to even have a moment to think outside of what God's saying and what God has said. I want the logos to be in full operation to become rhema Amen. and that rhema to become full manifestation in any situation or area of my life. Amen. The life of my family, the life of our ministry. I don't want it. In other words, I just don't want a negative thought. Think about that. Now the Bible says that we will be judged on the things, the thoughts that we have. That means Jesus never had a negative thought. He never had a moment of being outside of God's agreement. Never, never. Even when he said what he said in Gethsemane, he did not leave the will of God. He said, if it be your will, let this cup pass. He did not say, Lord, please, I'm not down with this, Father. I'm not doing this. He said, no, if it be your will, that stays in line. That stays in agreement with God. Amen. Period. But it wasn't the will of God. He said, nevertheless, not as I, but always as you will. I'll never take the less, and I don't want the less in my life, and you shouldn't either. So now, the minds that are affected in more and more agreement is, is how the measure of Christ is determined in our lives. We're seeking 100-fold. Every moment of every hour of every day, we want to think, and I mean authentically think, like God. In any situation, we want to think like him. And that's what goodness is all about. Mark 10 and 18 says, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. None. None. This is why we're tapping into his mindset. 
There's nobody else on the planet that can give you counsel that will be good for your life outside of God. The word none means not even one man, woman, or thing. It means nothing is good but God. Nothing. So nobody else's opinion matters. Nobody else's counsel can get that mess out your head now. If it doesn't line up with God's word, it ain't God, period. And it is not good. There's nothing good about it. That's why he wants us to be fully endowed with the fruit of his goodness. He wants us fully endowed. He wants 100 fold on all of us. And that's exactly, he'll settle for nothing less. To be equally yoked with Christ, you're going to have to have the mind of God, period. So now God is goodness, and there isn't man, woman, or child, or anything that holds this title. This is why all glory is unto him, and this is why he wants his goodness established in us, all right? So now part one, we started off the year, we started off the, actually started off the year with 2024 being prophesied as a year of God's goodness, all right? A year of God's goodness would, would come in, in 2024. The word goodness means that we will eventually end up being extremely useful, beneficial, and we will be valuable. When the goodness of God is on your life, you become useful to God, beneficial to God, and you become valuable to God. It also means what we've been stuck on for quite a while in the series, affecting the mind agreeably. But we're going to go back under useful, beneficial, and valuable probably right after our, 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 our mini balance, which is only going to last two days, I promise you. We're going to do three parts today and three parts on either Wednesday or Thursday. All right. So now, but we've been dealing with the definition of affecting the mind agreeably. It also means uprightness of heart and life. Obviously, if your mind's affected in agreement with God, you're in uprightness of heart and life, and you are in the realm of God's benevolence. Boy, has he been trying to get that to us over the last several series. All right, I have been truly imbibing the fact of how God positioned us for this rhema, how awesome it was, how God positioned us for being in a place that we could have our minds affected in agreement. And of course, that comes because it was perfectly timed when he laid the ax at the root through the revelation of our substance giving and our worship and giving and how it would be disconnecting us from the, 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 the uh, source or the power of evil in this world, which is the love of money. As God turned our attention to regard him more to, than money, God also was positioning us to, for this series on goodness, that Amen. we would be in right position, hallelujah, for our minds to be affected in agreement, really affected in agreement with God. It was perfectly timed. I didn't, I didn't listen, can't make it up. We always talk about it. Me, Kurt, we always talk about, man, you can't make this stuff up. You can't try. You don't order this stuff. It, God's doing this. And so he perfectly positioned us that we could enter into a year of God's, of his goodness. All right. Because the, the root through the last series on peace has been extremely damaged in a lot of us. Goodwill towards men is on us now, which means God has positioned us. Can you imagine that? 
Goodwill means being positioned Amen. for his goodness. Amen. This, so this year there'll be an outbreak in every desired area of our lives. It will be Psalms 27 and 13. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This Psalm is our Psalm. This, this verse is our verse. Man, you are positioned and he's causing you through goodness to believe to see goodness. He's affecting your mind agreeably that you will see benevolence. You will see breakthrough. You will see deliverance this year. In the land of the living. That's All right. Now, he gave us a whole prophetic truth uh, in this particular message. And when he started our year off and it was out of Isaiah 55 verses 1 through 13. It says, Hold everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Ye come buy wine and milk without money and without price. I love you, Jesus. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? powerful my goodness it's so powerful it speaks of the axe being at the root right there hearken diligently unto me and eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness incline your ear and come unto me here oh boy and your soul shall live and i will make an everlasting covenant with you even the sure mercies of david Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel. For he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man, his thoughts love that. How can I forsake my thoughts tapping into God's goodness and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, my goodness, and snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud. Listen to that. That it may give seed to the sower. My God, look at that. And bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto, my God, that's us. It shall prosper whereunto in the thing whereunto I sent it. He's sending it to us. He's sending okay. it. It has no choice but to prosper. Amen. It has no choice but to come forth and bring forth fruit. For you shall go out with joy, praise God. This is your year. And be led forth with peace that started us off right there. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. And all of the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of thorns shall come up the fir tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. 
myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Bless Once God. you enter in, you're never coming out. Hallelujah. When we eat that which is good, thorns turn into fir trees and briars become myrtle. The fir oh. tree is uh, the tree of nobility. This is us. The wood now that is used for building the temple. We become noble and useful, beneficial because we're full of God's goodness. Minds being affected in agreement. We now turn, man, with power and authority to change other hearts and minds. Hallelujah, Jesus. Confirms it that we become the fir tree. When the goodness of God is in you, you do become beneficial, useful. You become valuable. Hallelujah. That's our goal. Is to first be adorned with it ourselves and then adorn others with what we've been adorned with. That's the goal of God in our lives. Yes, amen, God. We are the trees of nobility. Wood that's used for building the temple. You become the myrtle tree, which we learned is a dwarf tree or shrub that is cherished for its abundance of dainty evergreen leaves that are, are, are adorn the branches all year round, meaning you are moving and becoming fruitful all the time. Oh God, I want everybody here. I want everybody to enter in. I want for all of us, our ministry and those that are under the tutelage of God through this ministry to enter into a place where you're adorned all year round. This is what abounding winds are all about. Yes, Lord God. That we are adorned all year round. Looking into the prayers, catching thermal breezes from glory to glory, from breakthrough to breakthrough. From healing to healing, I mean just, I mean I'm being filled with kingdom oh, yes. exploits. Yes. yes, Lord. This is what the yes, goodness yes, of God Lord. wants yes, to do Lord. and is doing Hallelujah, and will continue Jesus. to do for all of us. Hallelujah. Becoming the myrtle trees that we've been ordained to be. Flourishing, if you're looking at the notes on the screen, flourishing just like this one. All year round. Can you imagine there is no season that comes to stop the flourishing of the green leaves and the and, and the and the budding of this tree all year round? There's no season, there is no dry season, there is no layoffs for this tree. It only is beautified all year round. That's what the goodness of the Lord is doing. It's affecting our minds agreeably for to total, I mean, total, total, total kingdom blessing when all year round. There's just no dry season here. There's just no more ups and downs. It's only the abounding winds of God. That's all we're doing is soaring on the winds of the spirit okay. and seeing the movement and the work of the spirit in and on and through our lives all the time. That's why the Bible declares that we are more than conquerors through Christ, which strengthens us. We're not just survivors. We're not just getting over. We're not just making it. We are more than conquerors. We are budding all year round. 
So we've been called into perpetual, the perpetual goodness of the Lord. Listen, the Lord said this, and I heard it again when I read the notes just yesterday and today. The doorway has been presented to us, and the Lord isn't holding back anything from us. The Logos word has come unto us, and every promise of God is yea and amen unto us. It is our year to be fruitful, and it is our year to multiply. Amen. This is what it means to live on the shores of the other side. Amen, God. Only the fruitfulness of God. But it's all about goodness. It's all about being affected in our minds. It's all about coming into the dimension that God has really, really, really opened up unto us. And stepping into Kairos and coming out of Kronos. Part two, we talked about the goodness of God being personified. Hallelujah, Jesus. The goodness of God being personified is in part two here. Remember, the word goodness means useful, beneficial, valuable. It means affecting the mind agreeably, which we know, a brightness of heart and life, benevolence. The word personified, it means represent or embody a quality, a concept yes. in a physical form. Mm. Somebody yes, needs to say it's getting physical here. It's yes. starting to get physical. Hallelujah. It's not just in the realm of the spirit in the unseen, but it's coming into physical form. His goodness is personified. It's becoming physical. It's changing the physical world around me. It's changing my physicality. It's healing me in, in ways and in areas, even in my body. Praise God. Things are going on. Why? Because his goodness is being personified bless God see there's an embodiment of it here it's his quality it's also his concepts that are being embodied in us it is the word that personifies God's goodness and John 1 14 says and the word was listen and the word how it's personified and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as, the, uh, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. It was the word in Christ Jesus that personified the Father's goodness. It was the word, somebody better hear that. What made Jesus the Christ? The word. Ooh, hallelujah. Bless God. The word personified in him. It was personified. It came in. The word came in physical form. And all of the attributes and all of the qualities and all of the, the, the power and all of the authority of the word came alive. And it became personified. Jesus now, the man, is useful and beneficial and valuable. Why? Because the word became personified. It was the word in Christ that personified and really, really, I'm talking about magnified the Father's goodness. It is the word in Rhema in you and in me that represents God's goodness once again. Amen. Amen. Once again, it's being personified in us. Coming in the form of Rhema, logos to Rhema, it's personifying the goodness of God. It affects the mind agreeably and then it comes into physical form. 
the sooner we learn this, the sooner we'll be endowed with all the riches and fullness of the Father. Probably. That as your mind is being affected agreeably, even in this very moment, that, that that thing is ready. It is already, we learned Thursday again, it is already fruitful. It's already fruitful. And as long as that ax is at the root, it's going to remain in a fruitful position like the myrtle tree, budding and showing forth. We got to know this. The goodness of God. Listen. Listen. It's the goodness of God that's personified. It, it is when the mind is affected. It's in that physical form. It's right where you need it to be. The anointing is present while the mind is being affected in agreement. That's why we, we get breakthroughs during the, the words and during the rhema sessions and the times in our meetings. We get absolute real breakthroughs, absolute healing. It takes place. It comes from just the realm of the spirit and enters into the, the realm of your physical. His goodness is how we should live. Mark 4 and 4 says, but he answered and said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. Hmm. But by, oh, I love those two words, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That but by cancels out bread entirely. It, it cancels out. It takes authority over it all. But by every word, we don't live by bread alone, but by tells us how, how, I, but by tells me how I get my bread. Mm -hmm. I get my bread Amen. by the word. I Amen. get my sustenance by the word. I get my, my money comes by the word. Everything, it comes by the word. I live, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. See, when he said, but by, he canceled out men living by bread entirely. He was saying that there is no natural substance. Remember, nothing else is good but God. Nothing is good. Only God is benevolence. Only God. Man, Hallelujah. if you start thinking like that, you, you'll, demean, you, you'll, you'll defame and demean your job. And your job won't mean anything to you. God will be fully exalted. But by. He was saying that there's no natural substance that men would live by. We live by the goodness of God and his goodness comes from his mouth. Every rhema word we hear is personification of God himself. Oh, take that thing to the value and the level of value that it belongs on. Take it all the way there. Take it to the height it belongs on. Every word, every rhema word we hear, every time we're in this word, it is the personification of God himself. God is Shama right now. And every rhema word produces his goodness. It affects the mind. What makes this word his goodness is when he causes you and I, this is when goodness is really personified. When he causes you and I to understand that his word is his goodness. Oh, man. When you understand that his word is, oh, Jesus. Okay, watch this now. When you understand that his word is his goodness, you then understand that it's not the manifestation of breakthrough that is personifying him. 
he's already personified in you when he spoke to you. Amen. Amen. See, you're waiting for the breakthrough to give God glory. When you should be giving God glory, I feel you, Jesus, when you're hearing God. Because that is the fullness of God. And you can't get to the realm of seeing until you know that when he's speaking to you, that's all you need. Oh, I can give you proof. Uh -huh. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What is faith? The word that you're hearing is your faith. And therefore, my goodness, he's already personified. Stop waiting for the Jesus. breakthrough to realize he's personified. Hallelujah, God. Praise him at the point of hearing his word because that's all you needed. All right. It is the ear that can hear that will retain the goodness of God. And the ear that can hear needs to open up their mouths and begin to praise them because you're not taking God at face value. The face value of God is his word. And when he causes you to, to your mind to be affected in agreement, you have the fullness of God already. You don't need to wait until you get your breakthrough. Amen. You can already praise him because his word was your breakthrough and is your breakthrough. Yes, it is. Ha! Glory be to God. Jeremiah 6 and 10, he says this to us. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Listen, their ear, behold, their ear is uncircumcised and they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. See, when you want to skip over hearing the word and just get right to the breakthrough, you're, you're missing it. You're missing it. Because why? Because in that word is packed the, God, the goodness of God. And if your mind does not become affected in agreement, then how are you going to see God move in your life and in your situation? Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. The Bible says, uh, and also, I believe James wrote this. He said that double man is unstable in all his ways. Don't double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Don't let him think that he or she shall receive anything from God. So when the word is coming, he's already personified. But that personification comes to light when it's affected your mind. So don't be in such a rush to see the breakthrough. Because the word that's causing your mind to change is your breakthrough. Hmm. Amen. Amen. You see, it's the Amen. hearers that receive his goodness. When the hearing ear is circumcised, it means you've been harvested. Listen, remember the word uh, circumcised? It means you've been harvested. I mean, it, 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 when the uncircumcised is, 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 ear is considered unharvested, when you're uncircumcised in the hearing, you have not been harvested by God himself. In other words, when you've been chosen, you've been chosen to embody the goodness of God. So when, when you're chosen here, all right, when you're chosen, the bottom line is when you're chosen, you've been chosen to embody the goodness of God. You've been harvested for this reason. God harvested 
us. When he circumcised our ears to hear, we are a part of his harvest. Oh, somebody better hear that. Don't have any doubt about your salvation ever again. When you've been, when your ears are circumcised to hear, it means you're a part of his harvest. The uncircumcised ear is unharvested by God, has not yet been harvested. Jesus said that over in Mark 4. He said that I, I, I'll say things, but they'll hear, but they won't perceive. That's because they're not harvested. So that any time they may, they may come into salvation. So what am I saying this for? Because the hearers are ordained to embody the goodness of the Lord. Oh, bless God. You're ordained to embody this. He, oh my, did, did you hear that? He harvested you to put his goodness into you. Amen, God. The uncircumcised Amen. ear is unharvested and therefore the goodness, the true goodness of God will not be found in them. So if you're hearing right now, you are a part of the harvest of God. And as a part of that harvest, he said, I'm putting my goodness in you. Psalms 34 and 8 says, oh, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. The word taste again, watch this now, perceive. Means perceive, to become aware or conscience of something. So as we are becoming aware of his goodness, we are tasting. And if you're tasting the rhema, you're going to find out he is good. Why? It says, oh, taste and see. The Lord is good. Taste and then you'll see. Bless God. Your hearing is how you're tasting. Oh, God help us here. Your hearing is how you're tasting. So now if you're tasting or hearing, man, you're going to see. Stop waiting to see to praise God. Taste and see. <laughs> Somebody better get that. Stop waiting to see to praise him. Taste and see. Mm. Mm, Jesus. You're guaranteed to see if you mm. taste or if you hear. How do I know the word taste means to hear? Because the word hear means perceive. The word taste means perceive. The word here means to become aware. The word taste means to become aware. So we really, the, it could be written, oh, hear and see. The Lord is good. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands right there for a minute. Lift your hands right there. The goodness of the Lord is all around you. You're so full of his goodness right now. You're so full of his goodness right now. Oh, Jesus, you have rights to place demands on seeing what you're tasting. You have rights. You have rights to put demands on the benevolence of God. But let me show you how to place a demand on the benevolence of God. It's the same way we learned at that when we have had the word and heard the word from Jesus, the Lord of the word, how we go unto the father with the word we've heard. The father is the 
the, 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 the side of the Trinity that brings forth results. It's the same way. Father, I've been hearing and tasting your word. Mm. Now let me see that which I've tasted. Oh, yeah. Even, even in humanity, we have a saying, you are what you eat. You'll see what you're eating. You'll mm -hmm. see it after you've eaten it for a while. Eat pizza every day, four times a day. You're going to see that you eat pizza. Eat fruits and vegetables and, and grains and things of that nature, healthy foods. You're going to see what you have tasted. It's the same way in the realm of the spirit. Yes, it is. Father, we've been tasting the word on your goodness. You have already affected our minds in agreement. The Bible says in Psalms 34 and 8, taste and see. Well, Father, we place a demand on seeing these results. Our minds have been fixed. They have been changed. We heard in one area of the word that you heal all our diseases. Yes, God. Hallelujah. I've tasted that. I, I, I taste it now. Let me see what I'm tasting. You said in another part of your word, it's not about what you earn, but Lord, you taught us about, it's about what you sow that determines me supplying all your needs. And Lord, we tasted of that word as well. Now let us see what we have perceived. Let us see what we become aware of, what we are now awake to. Let us see, Lord Jesus. And we give you glory for that. Come on, you can place a demand on what you've been tasting. That you get under this prove me now herewith, saith the Lord, type anointing. Because you know that you know, and that's the goodness of God. You know that you know that God's word is final authority. So as we're becoming aware of his goodness, we are tasting. If we're tasting the rainbow, you're going to find out he is good. The, the key is to taste, and then you'll see. The key is to hear, and then you'll see. Now, I'm going to probably round out with this here. Actually, I'll go one more segment. The children of Israel tasted, but they didn't see from Exodus 16, 14 through 24. I'm not going to read the account. I'm just going to I'm going to just tell you the note in the account. They were getting fed the manna from heaven. Remember the account of when God fed the children of Israel manna. They, they were tasting the manna, but they weren't tasting God. He wanted them to see that he would, would live, they would live perfectly by every word he was speaking. When they gathered too much and left it until morning, it was worm infested. Remember, he said not to gather too much. You see, but they only were tasting manna, so they got greedy with, with the, 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 what they were receiving in the natural. And so it became, the word said, don't gather this, gather what I tell you, nothing more. And when they obeyed the word, goodness, of gathering twice as much, the manna stayed, it stayed fresh. On one day, which was the Sabbath, they were told to gather, excuse me, the day before the Sabbath, they were told to gather twice as much. The word said it. Prior to that, they were only supposed to take a, 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 that, that one portion. But on that day, he told them to take double, and it stayed fresh. But they still didn't taste God, only manna. Once again, this is why the axe, God says, has been laid at the root. Why? So I can speak to you and affect your minds without anything being in the way.
See, we want to taste and see. We won't be like them to taste the substance and not taste and see God. In fact, Jesus said it like this. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. Why? Because they ate manna. They weren't eating God. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. When Jesus said they were dead, he wasn't talking about because they grew old. No, they were dead. They were ever forever expelled out of the presence of God. They missed eternal life. Because they were tasting manna. They weren't tasting God. We got to make sure we always, by goodness, are tasting God. We're tasting the word. We're eating his word, what he said. <laughs> Not the substance that he's about to reveal unto us. No, 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 no. We taste the word that produces the substance. Thank you, Lord. God. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. He said, I am the living bread. See? Taste and see, which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Remember the word manna means what is it? How, when, or why? Manna, when you eat manna, that's all we, we leave with is questions. We don't really have answers. We don't really have a, 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 a real round, a, a, a rounded fellowship or communion with God. The only thing we want to do is skip to the end and skip to the breakthrough. <laughs> when the word is the end, the word is our breakthrough. You see, when we eat the bread of life, we don't taste the substance. We only taste and see the Lord is good. Remember, he said there's nothing else good. So when you get that million dollar breakthrough, somebody say, praise God. When you get that million dollar breakthrough, it's not the million you're going to be praising and tasting. It is God you're going to be praising and tasting. When you get the house you've been asking for, when you get healed, my goodness, no, 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 no you will not praise the healing. You will praise the healer. You're going to taste and see and continue to taste and see. We are nourished unto eternity. When we taste the Lord, his goodness leaves no questions. We know that we know. For the goodness to be personified in us, we must taste and see. We must have full perception of God's word being the final in authority. And that nothing else, nothing else matters. See, we taste first and then see. We hear. He's been telling us for years. Hear, speak. See, speak. First to hear. Tasting God's word. That's what's sweet. That is what's sweet. That is sweeter than the honey of Babylon. Mm. Sweet. And if someone will get a revelation that that word is wrapped with his goodness. And as that goodness affects your mind agreeably, he's now personified. He is now in physical form in you. Then you're going to see, but recognize his goodness via the word is himself being personified in you. Please recognize it's all you will ever need. 
Don't wait to mm -hmm. see without tasting first. No, 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 no. When I was a kid, we learned way back, way, way back when in Shiloh Pentecostal. I remember this from a kid. I do, for some reason, this stuck with me. We don't, we, we, we call it, we don't fleece the Lord. You remember that, Elder Donna? We don't fleece. Yes, I do. We don't, Amen. we don't tell him to prove himself. We, we learned that at that time, it was our, in our faith, that, that we don't have that we don't have to fleece him, that his word was good enough. That we don't have to say, okay, well, let the fleece of of, 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 of this lamb's wool be wet with dew one morning and let everything else be wet with dew and the fleece be dry. That that I know you're saying what you're saying. We I was we were just brought up and taught that we don't have to fleece him. And I agree with that. I agree his word is all we need. I truly believe that. Amen. You don't have to say, show me this so that I can believe you. No. No, 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 no. We're living in the dimension of it. It is finished. And that's what we need to believe. And that's where our minds need to be affected in agreement. It is finished. Why? Because Jesus' work on that cross, man, says why we shouldn't have to fleece. How are you going to ask for a fleece and he died for everything we need? There's your fleece. The death, burial, and resurrection. All right, I'm kind of going left field on me. All right, here we go. Praise God. All right, you guys got one more segment in you? One more? Part three? Amen. Amen. Let's go for it. Just It won't be long. Part three. So now we learned part two is that the goodness of the Lord meant it, 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 that, that his goodness is God personified. It's God here. All right. You got it. When your mind has been affected in agreement, you have God. That's all you need. And man, we got to ooh like we read on Thursday night in that in that particular live in it. Lay your study down. Now live in it. Walk in it. And enter into the realm of thanksgiving when that word has been when the goodness of God has been personified in you, man, that's the time to throw your hands up with real thanksgiving. That he said it to you. Jesus, he already told you every word that proceeded out of my mouth will never return back to me void. So that's enough right there. Taste it and see. All right, part three. We've been positioned to believe to see his goodness, not just to feel his goodness. This is a part, this attaches perfectly with what we just learned. We've been positioned to believe, key right there, to see. If I'm believing to see, that means I've tasted to see. All right? Watch this now. We learned that God's goodness is, 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 is it's beyond just hearing this word. But the fullness of God's goodness is manifested when seeing does come into view. His word in and on our lives. The goodness of the Lord isn't just feeling good because of the rhema word. The goodness of the Lord is living good because of the rhema word. All right. Goodness we know means useful, beneficial, valuable, affecting the mind agreeably. A brightness of heart, life, and it means benevolence. The writer says in Psalms 27, 13, I had fainted. Unless I had believed 
to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now the word see does mean have experience, enjoy, find out, to be visible. Our praise point is not at the seeing, although we will praise him, but the praise mm -hmm. point is when we have been touched to believe. Yes, Somebody better hear that. <laughs> Woo, glory. He's the writer didn't say I would have fainted unless I would see the goodness of the Lord. He said, I would have fainted unless I had believed <laughs> to see. So the point of our praise is at the place where the, the goodness has affected the mind. Caused you to believe. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody please hear that because there is a breakthrough on this line. When you are, boy, when he's caused you to believe. Yes, God. You're going to see. You're going to have an experience with this. You're going to enjoy. You're going to find out. And it's going to be, I love this, these last three words, it to be visible. You're going to see this thing. But don't please, please don't wait till you see. Praise him when you believe. We are called to enjoy and have experience in the goodness of God. And for his goodness to be visible on our lives, my goodness, I feel his presence. Ooh, glory. We have to come to the point of believing to see, and that's what we've been positioned for. His goodness is ordained to get us to the finish line in every race we run in this life with victory, I might add. We are called to enjoy and have experience in the goodness of God for his goodness to be visible on our lives. We've got to come to the point of believing to see. His goodness is ordained to get us to the finish line, I'm telling you. And we're going to win. We're going to run and win every race. The land of, now the word land of in that particular text means the whole earth as opposed to a part of it. The word living means to live prosperously, be quickened, be restored to life or health. Thank actually, you. live forever. So we have to believe here. We're being, we're being positioned to believe. We have been positioned to believe that we will live prosperously. Our, uh, prosperously. our health always will be restored. And then we will live, eventually live forever. This is the mission of God's goodness. But again, the key is that we must believe. So now, at the time where goodness is on you, we found out goodness was in front of us. And goodness was behind us. Amen. Goodness is leading us. It goodness is, is protecting us by causing us. Here, how's it, how, how it works in the rear. It causes you to believe. When, you're, when the mind's being affected in agreement, it's behind you, pushing you forward, guiding you. And then you follow it out, out in front. Yeah, the, the goodness of the Lord leadeth thee. So now it's out in front. So it comes from behind and in front. I heard Elder Allison say it moves like a circle actually around you, which is true. So goodness is there right here, picking up my rears, to, causing me to, 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 to really believe the word as I'm, as I'm in it. It's goodwill toward men. Remember how it says goodwill toward? 
That means it's it's toward you. It's coming from behind you. It's goodwood toward you. And then it leads you out in front too. So what, what, the goodness of God that's coming from behind is the, the effect of believing his word. And then the benevolent of God is out in front. I'm seeing things manifest. So I'm following not the manifestation of things, but the goodness of God that's causing them to manifest in my life. So now God doesn't just want us feeling it. Uh, you see, when you just feel it, 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 you can in most times faint. Set your belief back here. Set your belief back to seeing it. Seeing it. I'm going to see it. I'm feeling this wonderful goodness. But now you said in your word, if I taste, I'll see. God wants you to see it because whatever he said he saw, then declared it good. He said it, then saw it. Said it, then saw it. Said it, then saw it. Seeing it must, it, 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 seeing is a must for goodness to be fully manifested. It, it really is. But we don't praise him when the seeing comes. No, we've made that mistake long enough as Christians. We, we, we praise him when he causes us to believe. The writer said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see. Yeah, hallelujah, Jesus. And that's part three. We will do parts four, five, and six on next week. But God wants to balance you in this word and keep us balanced and strengthened in this word. The goodness of the Lord is all over us, people of God. Mm. He's nice. all over us. I mean, when I tell you he is all over us, boy, oh boy. He's not letting us fall behind in this anymore. This year is a year of God's goodness all over our lives. I feel the, 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 the in, in other series that I've taught on, and I always would go through kind of a valley place within the series. For the last 10 weeks, I have not known, hallelujah, I have not known a valley place in this series. Hmm. When this series came in after this series on peace, when the Lord laid the ax and revealed the ax at the root, in this series, I hit the ground running. And I'm running and I'm not becoming weary. Walking and I'm nowhere near fainting. This goodness of the Lord is really working from back to front and from front to back. It has really become such a, a shield and it's shielding faith. It really is. It, 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 and the shield is becoming of faith because of how he's affecting my mind. And, and because of that, and because of that, I, I got to say it again, and, and I don't mean to harp on it, but I can't help it. Because I know where the axe is and I know the disconnect that I have really experienced. My mind stays in agreement. His goodness is all around. And the salvation is not slipping. It's only getting stronger. It's getting stronger and stronger. And deliverance and 
restoration. <laughs> so eminent that right here, I'm in it. I'm in those winds. And it's nothing that I'm doing. It's just, it's the goodness of the Lord. It's goodwill toward me. It's goodwill toward me. It's, I feel perfectly positioned. And you should feel perfectly positioned if you've been hearing, if you're tasting this. Oh, yeah, Jesus. If you're not tasting, if you're not tasting, please, please, I implore you, please, honor the Lord. Let the acts be revealed at your root, and I'm telling you. Yes. Oh, boy. If you haven't listened to Thursday night's message, please go back in and listen to Thursday night's message. Please go back in and listen to Thursday. It's going to renew your thinking. It's going to change your thinking. When you understand the root of Jesse and you understand the full breakdown of being connected to the root of Jesse, it is the goodness of God that's going to be, I mean, unveiled to you. He's going to affect your mind in agreement. And he's going to bless you and you're going to be on the road. I'm talking about on a road of blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. There's a few comments in here. Eladonna says, praise God for all of his goodness that he has he is giving us, bless his holy name. And Elder Allison says, amen. Then Sister Jen says, he is the living bread. Feed on him, stay in the word to be sustained, to have him manifest in and through us. Glory be to God. And Elder Donna says, amen, amen. Bless God always. Hallelujah. And I say, amen, truly amen. And I agree. So I hope you got balance today. I hope you got some of the balance that you need today. We're, we're going to sow. We're going to honor God right now in our giving. We're going to just 